0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support for this podcast comes from WGU. Do you want a more skilled, loyal, and effective workforce? Consider a partnership with Western Governors University. Over 300 organizations already count on WGU for valuable education benefits. Students can fit schooling around their schedules and even complete courses and degrees sooner than planned. And it's all online. Partner with WGU to make a smart investment in your company's and your employees' future. Learn more at wgu.edu slash partnerships.
1: This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. I'm your host, James Rapine. Happy Monday to you. A lot to get to today. I'm on Twitter at James Rapine at Locked on Bengals. Subscribe iTunes, the Radio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And let's be honest, wherever you get your podcast, you can get... The Locked On Bengals Podcast. Uh, a lot to get to today on Twitter. Please follow there. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. I want to start with a look back. And, and I want to look back at, at past drafts because today Pete Prisco, CBSSports.com, he put out something. And by the way, if you're new to the podcast, I'm James Erpine. I, I work here in Cincinnati for ESPN 1530 and 700 WLW. I cover the Bengals. And we do this podcast Monday through Friday to give you your daily Bengals fix. So if you're new, welcome. Uh, so anyways, Pete Presco today. <laughs> he regrades and released an article regrading the 2015 NFL draft. And I remember it then very well how people felt about the draft. Wow, the Bengals, they're such forward thinkers. Getting out, of, getting out ahead of it. Andre Smith coming up, his contract at the end of the 2015 season. We might as well get a guy who can come in and take the reins from Andre Smith. So they drafted a tackle in round two. Oh, but what did they do in round one? Well, Andrew Whitworth was getting older. They drafted a franchise left tackle. First round pick was Cedric Olehi. Uh, O'Bwehi. Oh, excuse me. O'Bwehi. My nickname for him, Cedric O'Leahy. And it's just its so interesting when I, I look back and think about everyone that was high on the Bengals draft that year. I wasn't, and not that I was necessarily right, but I thought they should have went just based on the board. They should have went with one of the pass rushers. Bud Dupree, Shane Ray, one of those two guys made sense to me. And I'll get to my big gripe about this draft class in a second. But uh, Pete Prisco gave them, right after the draft, a B+. Since then, well, let's be honest. It is isn't a B+. They've struggled. This is the same draft. Not only is it Jake Fisher, Cedric Abwehi, it netted Paul Dawson. Its two most productive players in this draft were Josh Shaw and Tyler Croft, for the most part. This draft sucked, and they regraded it and gave him a D. They gave him a D, and honestly, I think it might be an F. Y- your first-round pick is awful. Your second-round pick, there's questions around him, and maybe he still has a chance to be decent. Your third-round pick, Paul Dawson sucks. I mean, he was dreadful. He was awful, 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 and uh, is now in Seattle. Josh Shaw is probably the best player so far that you've picked. C.J. Uzama was good value. Deron Smith was good value. Outside of that, what are we looking at? What are we looking at? Tyler, Croft. Like, you can't net a couple, like, make the roster players and that's it from a draft. By the way, they also picked Mario offered, And that's what I want to talk about. That's what set this team back. It's that draft. That's the draft that cost this team their playoff streak. Here's the problem with that. And I get it. I'm team wide receiver. And those of you that know and are familiar with my work are like, ah, oh, James just loves wide receivers. It wasn't always that way, where I was clamoring and, and begging the Bengals to draft a wide receiver. In fact, I, like I just said, and you could look back if you want, I wanted Shane Ray or Bud Dupree. And now they've had mixture of success, but th- those are the two guys I thought that they should have considered drafting. Instead, they took Cedric Abwehi. Then I thought for sure that wide receiver would be in play in round two or three. It would have to be, right? They had two third-round picks. 85th overall, 99th overall. They had a, a second-round pick in 53rd overall, but they take the guy from Oregon. They really want to protect Andy Dalton long-term. And everyone prays, though. I'm looking right now at grades for what the Bengals did. Cedric Abwehi pick A. Jake Fisher pick A. Tyler Croft pick B. Paul Dawson pick A. Josh Shaw B. Marcus Hardison B minus, C J Uzama, who's actually one of their better value picks, C. D- uh, Duron Smith A. Mario Alfred C. No chance. Did it turn out that way? It was zero. And that's part of the thing with draft grades. But but the other thing is is this this failed them. They failed themselves this year. This was the year that a franchise mainstay could have been re-signed, and instead instead what you did is you alienated him. You, you signed him to a one-year contract extension in Andrew Whitworth. And you, you, I don't know, motivated him, I guess. I don't know if alienate's the right word. But what you did was you doubled down with guys that clearly weren't and didn't project to be better than Whit. Like, even if Jake Fisher ends up good, is he going to be Andrew Whitworth? Maybe. Probably not. Cedric O'Boy, oh he was never good. Never. In college, like, you ask people, he wasn't good then. Not good now. Wasn't good in between. And they didn't address wide receiver. They, they were like, oh, we're going to take these tackles because our tackles are up after at the end of the year. But Muhammad Snu was up and Marvin Jones was up at the end of the year. Isn't that crazy? Think about that. So if I'm the Bengals, what I would have done, and I bet you I could find a tweet. I'll try to do it while we're doing the podcast. Where I mentioned it. I know... Uh, Joe and I, Joe Goodberry, who we'll get on this week, he, uh, he was a big fan of his as well. Stefan Diggs. And I'm not saying it in hindsight because, no, I don't think anyone expected him to be this good because he's this good. I mean, he's really freaking good. But I think people, there were draft out there that were a, a fan of Diggs that were into what he was doing and, and what his tape was. And that was a guy I wanted. I wanted multiple other wide receivers too. There was um, a guy from East uh, East Carolina that went to Atlanta, and he hasn't been that productive in the league. But the bottom line is, is the Bengals screwed up this draft so bad they didn't hedge their bet with a wide receiver that could help right away, and then they were forced to go after Brandon LaFell, and they were forced to start a rookie like Tyler Boyd. When if they would have drafted, let's say Tyler Lockett round two, let's say Stephon Diggs, and one of those thir- with one of those third round picks. They wouldn't have been in that position. And maybe we'd be talking about a team a little differently than we are now. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked Bengals podcast. And I was looking at the 2016 draft, and it's such a, a critical year for a lot of these players. A lot of them are on the roster. But think about this. Like, William Jackson III looks like he's going to be a star, right? I mean, he's got the skills to be a star. He's just got to stay healthy. He should be. Tyler Boyd. Question mark. Came on at the end of the year. I thought he was going to blossom in his second season. Who knows what happens? Nick Vigil, question mark. Andrew Billings, question mark. Christian Westerman, question mark. Cody Core, will he make the team? Clayton Fagellum, will he make the team? All these guys still on the roster, not really sure what I'm getting after the first-round pick. Like, William Jackson, lockdown. Have him follow any corner or any uh, wide receiver in the league. He's that type of corner. But after that, Boyd? I'm not sure. I'm rooting for him. I have a good relationship with him. I hope he has success this year. I'm not sure what I'm getting with him. Nick Vigil? I have no idea. Andrew Billings? Not really sure. Christian Westerman? Has blossomed, or, or as flash, not blossomed, has flashed some, I don't know. Cody Core didn't catch a pass last year and he was healthy. Clayton Fagellum? Eh. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with the 2016 NFL draft class this year. Up next on the Locked on Bengals podcast, let's Hear from the Bengals' first-round pick. You'll hear from Billy Price next on the Locked On Bengals Podcast.
0: Hey, what's happening? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders Podcast, and I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? all the way up to a 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to
1: you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different, and that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car
0: Support for this podcast comes from The First One with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music.
1: What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is The First One. We hear from all the A-list music stars like Jay Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their
0: life. It's almost like sometimes before you even get in the industry, it's like you set up to fail. And there's so many moments where you can win and the winning is great, but it's so many things that you go through to get to the win. And so much
1: more who tell the stories about the first hits that took them to the next level, changed their life, overlooked to being overbooked. When I was recording the song, I already knew it was going to be a global hit. And I'm not joking, my G. I really felt it inside of me. I was like, I just can't wait to see your number one. Join me every Thursday with The First One Drops, only on Amazon Music. Let's go. We want the best of both worlds. We want a hybrid. A smarter hybrid cloud approach with IBM helps retailers manage supply chains with Watson AI while predicting demands with ease. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Real quick, this Billy Price, he's a guy that I think a lot of people like when they hear him. And he worked out during rookie minicamp and then afterwards he stayed after that. And uh, worked out for another 20, 25 minutes. And he caught up with Fox 19's Jeremy Rao. Here's what Billy Price had to say about why he stayed afterwards, after camp, after everybody went inside. Billy Price was still out there. Here's Billy.
0: Uh, I, mean, I think respect is a big thing for me. Um, again, I came as a first round draft pick. Okay, that's great. But. There's 40-some guys out here right now trying to make a team, and I'm trying to make a team just as well. So although it's first-round draft pick and the, and the glory around it's great, um, you still got to work just like everybody else. And for me, I came from Youngstown, Ohio. Again, you shut your mouth, you go to work.
1: That's Billy Price. I think people are going to like that. I do. People buy into that stuff. Shut your mouth, go to work. I buy in to that stuff. By the way, A.J. Green talked today. How about we hear from A.J. Green? A.J. Green in the Bengals locker room earlier today. Here he is with the media. This is good stuff from the Bengals best player.
2: Just a different playbook, uh you know, so we see, you know, we are running routes and stuff like that, but uh you know, next week, you know, we'll be huddling more going against the defense, so see, we'll see. Routes routes. Right, right. You know, nothing really different about the routes, just different different concepts. You yourself going up defense. But what do you do at this point in your career? Uh, do you push yourself to get yourself year after year? Just trying to be great. Uh, that's one thing about me. I'm a self-motivator. I don't need nobody to motivate me. Um, so I just go out there and work hard as I can every day. Don't take take this stuff for granted. Because um, going these last couple years, went by fast. Um, just enjoying the moment. Um, you know, I just lo- I love the work, man. It's fun getting back here with the guys and getting back in the floor of things. How would you describe me? Uh, you know, it was up and down. I had some good games, I had some not so good games, and it just happens like that sometimes. Um, you know, just got to gotta continue to stay focused and keep working to where I, you know, I have in the past, and I'll be fine. Hey Dave, it is your
0: pitch. It is tough year last year for John Ross, obviously, mm-hmm. but just having been around him for a year, I guess, why do you think he's going to have a better year? What do, you, uh, what do you see out of
2: him? Just having another year, having a year on his belt to, you know, understand, you know, the, this whole NFL process and the way we go about things here um just he's being more comfortable um and you know just starting off fresh
0: is it hard to wipe away the years that aren't so great or is it kind of like when you step out of it at the end of the season it's in the past yeah
2: just you know just you know once you you're you're gone from here you know you sit back and and, uh you know look back last year wasn't the best one um you know just be like that every year it's not going to be I'm perfect. Even LeBron James had bad games and, and you know what, what he's capable of. So, um, you know, I just, like I, like I said, you know, I prepared as a, the best I can and then
1: uh, I can live with the outcomes. That's AJ Green in the Bengals locker room earlier today, uh, meeting with local media. Look, I, I agree. I think one, I'm a big John Ross guy. You know that I know that the world knows that I'm not backing down. In fact, I'm thinking about ordering my Jay Ross 1-5 jersey right now, but to hear A.J. Green multiple times back up Ross uh, and he has this offseason, I think that's really good. I I hope this is the year for A.J. I, it's weird. The, I, I host the Locked on Reds podcast as well, and it's a, a really weird thing and dynamic that could go on. Like if the Reds suck again this year for the rest of the year and don't show any flashes, I could see Joey Votto demanding a trade at the end of the year. If the Bengals really, really suck again or they're just bad and they, they win five games or six games and don't show any sign of improving, I think A.J. Green might ask for that too. We have all offseason to discuss that, more on that, but just think about it. If you're A.J. Green and let's say Andy struggles to throw the deep ball again this year, how much more? how, how much longer can you wait? I don't think you can wait that much longer. Quick hit from Billy Price little A.J. Green, a look back on some failed draft picks. Today was fun, kind of, at times painful, because, well, the 2015 draft was painful, especially in hindsight. I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening today on the Locked on Bengals podcast. A ton on the website at LockedOnBengals.com. And a quick reminder, you can subscribe iTunes, the iHeartRadio app, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcast. Until next time, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening. To the Locked Bengals Podcast.
0: Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds' hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team